Welcome back to the Bore Rates Today podcast. Each week we cover a topic that is relevant to the industry and timely. We cover the latest industry news, who are the key players in the sector, what are the latest trends driving demand and supply for boron, what is the science behind boron, and who's doing valuable research into new boron applications and benefits. We look at how boron helps in advanced energy, in food security, and in providing nutrition. So don't forget to check out Boron Applications and Benefits on our website, borids.today. In today's podcast, we're going to look at boron and nuclear fusion. Is boron the key to unlocking energy via nuclear fusion? For the past 80 years, scientists have been exploring ways to capture energy to provide an inexhaustible supply of quasi-free green energy. Boron via laser technologies may finally provide a key to moving beyond the laboratory to commercialisation. Boron and nuclear fusion The production of large-scale sustainable energy by nuclear fusion of hydrogen and other very light nuclei similar to the energy source of the galaxy is a kind of holy grail for many scientists involved in research in energy. 60 years of worldwide research for the ignition of the heavy hydrogen isotopes deuterium and tritium have provided near breakthroughs for ignition. However, this DT fusion research produces radioactive waste. There is seemingly an alternative with a clean fusion process without neutron production in the fusion of hydrogen with the boron isotope B11. Boron-11 plays a vital role in creating the conditions necessary to release energy in fusion experiments. Today we look at three research projects which show different approaches to using boron in the quest for nuclear fusion. Fusing protons and boron-11 nuclei using lasers. In 2013, physicists at the CNRS laboratory succeeded in producing fusion at an accelerated rate in the laboratory, led by Christine Labon, the research director of the CNRS laboratory for the use of intense lasers in France. Previous laser experiments generated boron fusion by aiming the laser at a boron target to initiate the reaction. This provided low levels of energy, but the infrastructure needed to provide that energy meant that any commercialization would require more energy to create the energy than that produced. Labonne claims the laser-generated proton beam in her setup produces a tenfold increase of boron fusion because protons and boron nuclei are smashed together directly. The two-layer system fuses protons and boron-11 nuclei. One laser creates a short-lived plasma or highly ionized gas of boron nuclei by heating boron atoms. The other laser generates a beam of protons that smash into the boron nuclei, releasing slow-moving helium particles, but no neutrons. The researchers describe their work in Nature Communications Today. Lasers have previously been used to crush a tiny pellet of two hydrogen isotopes, deuterium and tritium, containing two and three neutrons respectively, to the point of initiating fusion. But in addition to producing neutron radiation, crushing the pellet evenly for the reaction requires a large array of lasers. There are nearly 200 at the world's largest laser facility, 
the National Ignition Facility at the Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory in California. If the boron fusion method were successfully scaled up, and I quote, we expect that it will reduce significantly the total laser energy, says Lobon. Timing was crucial for the success of the experiment, says study co-author Johan Rafelski, a theoretical physicist at the University of Arizona in Tucson. The boron plasma generated by the laser lasts only about one billionth of a second, and so the pulse of protons, which lasts one trillionth of a second, must be precisely synchronized to slam into the boron target. The proton beam is preceded by a beam of electrons generated by the same laser that pushes away electrons in the boron plasma, allowing the protons more of a chance to collide with the boron nuclei and initiate fusion. Moru HB11 fusion for a reactor may be used instead of the DT option. Several key research studies summarised below show how scientists are making significant progress in accelerating the ability to harness power through hydrogen boron fusion. In a study in 2017 into laser beam ignition of boron hydrogen fusion, the roadmap to clean energy using laser beam ignition of boron hydrogen fusion follows the following process. Acceleration of a plasma block with a laser beam with the power and time duration of the order of 10 petawatts and one picosecond accordingly. A plasma confinement by a magnetic field of the order of a few kiloteslas created by a second laser beam with a pulse generator with a pulse duration of a few nanoseconds. The highly increased fusion of HB11 relative to present DT fusion is possible due to the alpha's avalanche created in this process. The conversion of the output charged alpha particles directly to electricity. To prove the above ideas, simulations in the lab show that 14 milligrams of HB11 can produce 300 kilowatt hours of energy if all achieved results are combined for the design of an absolutely clean power reactor producing low-cost energy. Let's have a look at generating power with boron and giant lasers. HB11 Energy has just raised $20 million to develop a laser fusion process using boron HB11 Energy. This Australian startup has completed groundbreaking laser equipments which can potentially provide limitless electric power generation via nuclear fusion. The Sydney startup is working with Japanese researchers in Japan who give access to the petawatt class laser needed for fusion experiments. There are only a few lasers worldwide which can provide this level of energy needed to carry out the experiment. HB11 Energy's approach uses the laser beam to smash hydrogen atoms into boron to produce a nuclear fusion reaction. The resulting energy released, albeit in small amounts today, may be stabilised and converted to electricity. And what's more, this is a safer approach than current nuclear energy procedures. Traditional nuclear reactors, or fission reactors, split larger elements such as uranium into smaller elements. This releases energy together with radiation and plutonium, which takes a very long time to degrade. None of these negatives are found in the fission process using laser with boron and hydrogen. In the case of HB11, these smaller elements of hydrogen and an isotope of boron, boron-11, are smashed together under extreme pressure. The new element formed releases energy, but any waste created has a very short afterlife. And critically, there's no radiation released. Professor Heinrich Horra, 
also involved with HP11 Energy, has been working on laser-ignited fusion since the 1960s. She says the positive charge is harvested to produce electricity and helium gas, which makes it an ideal technology for decarbonising the electricity grid. Using just 3.4 kilograms of boron, the fusion process with hydrogen, when commercialised, has the potential to meet the power needs of an individual for their entire lifetime. The boron reserves of the world's largest producer, Eti Marden, estimated to be over 1 billion tonnes, could power the planet for about 3,000 years. Despite the promise of a new source of safe and clean energy, research into fusion has been going on for decades, however, and some scientists still believe it is as far away from commercialisation as ever. Dr Daniela Margarone, a laser acceleration physicist at Queen's University Belfast, who also collaborated with HB11 on its latest fusion experiment, describes the results as a big step forward, but not a breakthrough. Results of the experiment were published in January in the peer-reviewed journal Applied Sciences. Dr Margarone says, For the first time, a large amount of proton-boron fusion reactions were demonstrated using a short-pulse laser that can be potentially scaled up at large laser fusion facilities using an approach known as fast ignition. There was no similar experiment done earlier, so this new approach could open a new research field for future net energy production. Net energy production, where the energy gathered from the fusion reaction is more than the energy required to ignite the reaction in the first place, is one of the stumbling blocks for the fusion industry. Commercialising laser facilities which require petawatts of power can be as large as a football stadium, which in itself will require more power than that generated from the reaction. Before we can look at real progress to net energy gain, Dr McKenzie estimates HB11 needs to produce around 10,000 times more power from hydrogen-born fusion than current experiments. For more information on boron and nuclear fusion, please refer to the Borit Today website. And that's all for today. Thanks for listening.